0: for a single soul let your heart also be ping in browser
1: since
0: you and me through hi everyone welcome to living life uh, today we're digging deep into scripture. We are in Matthew 17, and we are exploring the radiance of Christ. Now, have any of you ever been to a national park? Do you remember the first time you saw the Grand Canyon, or the first time you went to Yosemite, and your mouth just dropped to the floor, and your eyes opened wide, and you saw the beautiful view? Or you've ever been to the ocean? Here in California, we have the Pacific Ocean. And it's always an spectacular treat to be able to see such beautiful scenery. Well, guess what? In today's study, the disciples got to see the full radiance of Jesus Christ. They got an amazing view. They got an amazing presentation from Jesus. And they were just beside themselves. Their mouths dropped. Their eyes were open. And they got to see Jesus for who and what he really was. So just an exciting portion of scripture. So let's open up our Bibles, Matthew 17, as we explore the radiance of Christ. So let's turn to the scripture together.
1: Matthew chapter 17, verses one through 13. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist.
0: You know, Matthew 17, uh, we just finished reading uh, the part of the Bible here that talks about the transfiguration. And these disciples were given a wonderful and beautiful opportunity to see the real Jesus, to see Jesus unveiled. So, what a treat, what a gift, what a miracle that these men were allowed to see Jesus in such a very special and unique way. Well, the first thing I want to say about this is that Peter, James, and John uh, were part of Jesus' inner circle. You know, Jesus had uh, 12 apostles, and of the 12, the three were the most intimate with Jesus. They were part of his inner circle. So these three men were taken up to the Mount of Transfiguration, uh, Peter, James, and John, and they were given this wonderful opportunity to see Jesus literally in his glory. And uh, the application for you and I today is that God also has given us the opportunity to see Jesus. We see Jesus every day. We see Jesus in other people. We see Jesus working in our lives, working in the situation, working in the circumstances. You know, when I was a young uh, guy uh, reading through the Bible and I would read this part of Scripture, I got a little bit jealous. I said, you know, why can't I see Jesus in this way? But over the years, God has shown me His mercy. I've seen God do things and move and uh, work through people and situations. So in a lot of ways, you and I, We've been able to see the face of Christ. We've been able to see the hand of Jesus working in other people's lives. So take comfort in that. But these uh, three disciples were given this very special opportunity to see Jesus in His full glory because they needed to fully understand Jesus' identity. They needed to understand who exactly Jesus was. It was very important Uh, You know, the disciples originally, when Jesus called them, may have understood Jesus to be a great teacher, a rabbi, just like other people did. But to be a disciple of Jesus, you just can't believe that Jesus is a good guy or a good teacher or rabbi. You have to fully believe that He is the Son of God, that He is the Messiah. And this is the reason why these men were allowed to see Jesus glowing in his true persona. And not only that, Moses and Elijah even appeared. And Moses and Elijah were allowed to appear before Jesus to give confirmation that Jesus was who he said he was, the Son of God. So, uh, uh, Matthew, I mean, uh, Peter, James, and John, here in Matthew 17, they realized, like, wow, this is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. So they were beside themselves with joy They were so excited for this experience. And uh, God's true plan was revealed. So first, the true Jesus was revealed. And then secondly, the true plan was revealed. Because the disciples asked uh, Jesus about Elijah. And Jesus said, well, Elijah already came. Jesus explained this to them. He said to them, John the Baptist was Elijah. He came and prepared the way. And then Jesus said to them, Then I came so Jesus true persona was revealed and then his true plan was revealed So my friends the application for you and I is this when we have an encounter with Jesus When we have an experience with Jesus a relationship with Jesus when we know Jesus We walk with him. We talk with him. We eat with him his presence is in us when the real Jesus is revealed to us then God's plan will be revealed to us. Because all of us, we want to know when, why, where, where we're going, what the plan is. But the first thing we need to worry about is who Jesus is. So once you have a strong relationship, a strong bond, a strong connection with Christ, everything else will follow. Then God will reveal to you what His plan is, and what his purpose is, and what he's going to do in the world. So when these three disciples came down from uh, the mountain, uh, Jesus said to them, don't tell anybody what you've seen. Don't tell anybody what you heard. Keep this in your heart. So what this is called in the Bible is the messianic secret. The messianic secret. And many times Jesus would tell people, people that he healed, people that he saved, people that he gave a miracle to, he would tell them, don't tell anybody what you've seen and what you heard. So it kind of sounds counterintuitive because we expect that everybody should be going around and telling the good news and telling everything about what Jesus uh, did in their lives. But Jesus was concerned about God's timing, God's timing, right? Jesus told Peter, James, and John, don't go telling everybody what you saw up here. This was just for you so you could believe, so you could trust, so you could walk with me in a more intimate and stronger and powerful way. So that's what the messianic secret was, because uh, Jesus was concerned about God's timing when he would go to Jerusalem, when he would die. So you and I, we have to be very sensitive to God's timing. Many of us, we want things now, we want things tomorrow, but we have to wait and we have to be patient for God's timing. And a lot of the answers to prayer and a lot of the things that God has been showing you in his word or touching you in your heart, a lot of that is for you, for you to meditate, for you to accept, for you to enjoy. It's a private, it's intimate. And he gives us these little miracles so our faith can increase. So thank you for joining us. Let's close. You know, as we close in prayer today, our devotion in the radiance of Christ, maybe the disciples weren't ready to see Jesus and all His glory, but it's exactly what they needed. So you, my friend, may not be feeling like you're ready to take a next big step or to see Christ in His full glory, but you know what? God knows exactly what you need so your faith can be strengthened and encouraged. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father God, Uh, You are leading us every single day. And Lord God, you know exactly what we need. There are some of us today that we need to see that miracle. We need to see the full glory of God manifested. You know what we need, O Lord. So we open our hearts, Father God. We're open to you. We submit to you that you would just lead us and guide us how you would want to guide us. And Father God, we just want to have a stronger connection with you. We want to walk in intimacy with you. So we submit ourselves to you. We invite you into our hearts and we love you, Lord, today. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.